Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Hello, this is John Frenet, and it's Thursday, September 14th. Governor Larry Hogan has said that he hopes President Donald Trump will declare the opioid epidemic a federal state of emergency, which could potentially shine a harsher light on the problems Maryland still faces in reducing the number of overdoses and deaths from the crisis. Said Hogan, this one is even more deadly than any other emergency we have ever seen, and it is more long-lasting. College Park City Council approved a plan yesterday to allow non-citizens to vote in local elections starting in 2019. The 4-3 vote came after months of heated debate and community input. And locally here, State Delegate Sid Saab, a Republican from South County and himself a Lebanese immigrant, set off a firestorm on his Facebook page when he called for the College Park officials to be removed from office and charged with treason. About a week ago, the fate of Harriet Tubman and the $20 bill was up in the air. Now, U.S. Representative Elijah Cummings out of Baltimore has revived an effort to get Harriet Tubman back on the $20 bill. Cummings is sponsoring a bipartisan legislation that would put the famous abolitionist on the bill by 2020. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin has not said whether he would continue an Obama-era effort to get the Tubman and other historic women on American currency. The Anne Arundel County State's Attorney's Office has dropped charges against an Annapolis man for a January murder so federal prosecutors can pursue a drug trafficking and murder case against the man and his brother. Federal prosecutors obtained an indictment against Callum Thomas and his brother Christian Thomas on September 7th in a sealed indictment. Thomas was charged in the January 2nd killing of Terry Krause in the Epping Forest community just outside of Annapolis. And the indictment alleges that the brothers were part of a conspiracy to distribute heroin, cocaine, and marijuana in the Annapolis area. While Thomas's attorney would not comment on the federal indictment, he said he has not seen any evidence of a drug conspiracy, and he also claimed that the evidence implicating his client in the homicide was very weak. Yesterday, the county and the city held a joint workshop at the Byzantium Center on Riva Road called Breaking the Silence. The purpose was to connect faith leaders in the community with resources to address addiction. Church pastor Cosmas Caravellis has said that addiction has claimed the lives of three young people at his parish in the last two years alone. An Anne Arundel County man now in long-term recovery shared his story and said that the lack of education is still widespread. He approached his pastor for help, but his pastor was at a loss on how to help him. Anne Arundel County has produced a guide that includes information for resources and treatment services throughout the county, and you can get it at aacounty.org slash heroin, and there is also a helpline for addiction, 410-768-5522. And moving on to politics, as we like to do. Here in Annapolis last night, they held the final debate before the primary election for the four mayoral candidates, Annapolis Mayor Michael Pantelides, State Senator John Astle, businessman Gavin Buckley, and local attorney Nevin Young squared off at the Knesset Israel Synagogue. The debate was sponsored by the League of Women Voters. 
And Tim Hamilton, my cohort on the Maryland Crabs, was there, and he has filed this special report. Boy, doesn't that sound official. Last night at Congregation Knesset Israel on Spa Road, the League of Women Voters of Anne Arundel County hosted a candidate forum with State Senator John Astle, Gavin Buckley, Mayor Mike Panalides, and Nevin Young. The candidates, now with several mayoral forums under their collective belts, moved easily from question to question, with the issues of development and crime taking center stage. Although last night's forum saw little in the way of controversy, Mayor Panalides and Senator Astle went out of their way several times to directly target each other's records. The friction in this campaign is palpable between these two candidates, which may give some insight into who they think will be left standing after the primary next week. The two-hour forum relied on questions from the moderator and, in the last hour, questions solicited from the floor. There were few surprises with the top issues including development, the village of Providence Point in particular, policing, public housing, the revitalization of downtown, traffic, parking, and affordable housing. Surprisingly, the city's finances, which had been the subject of many contentious city council meetings this year, was mentioned only briefly and in broad terms. The issue of problem flooding downtown arose several times and prompted a jab by Senator Astle at the mayor's handling of the flood mitigation. But regardless of the question, all answers tended to lead back to the issue of development, which looks to be, once again, the defining issue of the mayoral race. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. All right. Hey, everyone, this is George from DMV Weather. Today is Thursday, the 14th of September. Let's get right into the forecast. Today, a mix of sun and clouds with a chance of scattered showers throughout much of the day. We have posted a forecast high temp of 80 degrees today for Annapolis as part of our daily forecast tool called the four degree forecast. So let's see how that works out against the actual measured high temp later today. You can always check out our forecast results at any time on our website or on our app in our forecast results section. So far for September, we are 100% accurate for Annapolis, which means every high temp forecast has been within four degrees or less of the actual measured high temp by the National Weather Service. And we have a 91.8% accuracy rating for Annapolis since launching this forecast tool in late May 2017. Okay, back to the forecast. More of the same tomorrow. Temps around 80 degrees with a small chance of showers combined with a mix of sun and clouds as the remnants of Irma finally move away from the U.S. once and for all. And then it gets even better for the weekend as the general expectation at this point is for plenty of sun and temps 80 to 85 degrees, giving us a little more summer-like action as we get into the second half of September. As for Hurricane Jose, it is still in the Atlantic. It is still a Category 1 storm and it is still doing all it can to try to have some kind of impact along the east coast of the United States, which, if anything, it will likely produce large swells and rough waters along much of the Atlantic coast as it continues to spin and churn up the water. But other than that, it's a borderline threat to our area at best, so we'll continue to track its movements, and we'll give a heads up if anything indicates otherwise. One last thing before we head out. Be sure to check out our daily forecast accuracy assurance on our website's homepage at dmvweather.com, which is our version of a money-back guarantee for the weather forecasting industry. In short, if we're not at least 90% accurate in a given period, such as a month or quarter or year, then we're paying someone and it might just be you. All you have to do is fill out a form to become an official DMV Weather registered user and you're eligible. And signing up is free and it takes less than 30 seconds, so why not? Especially since anyone and everyone who signs up by the end of September will automatically be entered into a random drawing for a $500 Amazon gift card. Okay, that's it for us today. Be sure to download our free app by searching for DCMDVA Weather in your app store, and also be sure to follow us 24-7-365 on our website at dmvweather.com 
or on social media via Twitter or Facebook. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Whatever the weather, have fun out there and be safe. The Ion Annapolis Daily is possible in part because of the generous support of Ramshead on stage. Ramshead likes to say that every seat is less than 48 feet from the stage. I prefer to put it a different way. The crappiest seat is only 48 feet from the stage. But Ramshead brings more than 400 concerts a year to the area, and this week has a great lineup. I dare you not to tap your toes when Big Bad Voodoo Daddy returns on Thursday the 14th. On Saturday and Sunday, in two matinees each day, you can check out the local young talent of the two area schools of rock. The Bodines are coming back to Annapolis on Sunday the 17th, and on Monday, the AMFM In the Vein of series continues with Bruce Springsteen. Not familiar with these shows? You need to be. 20 or so local bands come up and do a Springsteen cover, easy enough, and then they do an original In the Vein of Bruce Springsteen. Get it? Tickets are available for all of these shows. You can get yours at ramsheadonstage.com, or if you want to go old school, head on down to their box office. Ramshead is located in the heart of beautiful downtown Annapolis at 33 West Street. For a guaranteed great night out on the town, ramsheadonstage.com. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at noon. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.